Stop fighting yourself. Hi and welcome back to the Accord Sessions, the place where we do everyday talk about our extraordinary God. He is extraordinary. Yes. We've had how many? <laughs> we've quite a bit this morning having our pre-chat chat. Yes. Just see, the problem is, is that we do our podcast on a Monday morning usually. Yes. And when we come in after our fabulous Sunday oh. evening meetings, we want to catch up with what God's done. Yeah. So before we know it, we spent seven hours, a slight exaggeration, <laughs> maybe not. Not far off. <laughs> Talking about last night and how yes. flipping amazing it was. Oh, it was incredible. Great meeting last night. Oh, um, so last night we um, welcomed in new members into yes. the community, but it really didn't, it really was all about unity. Yeah. And really about what God does when there's unity. Yes. Oh, spectacular. It's incredible. And a personal favourite moment last night was when we had a moment just before we welcomed in the new members. Yeah. And we took a moment to um, deal with um, any past hurts yes. from the body of Christ. Yeah. And I love that. God really yeah. put that on my heart to do. Mm. And I think from now on, we're going to do that every time we welcome in new yes, members. definitely. Is just to have a moment where we just pray mm. and choose to forgive those in the body of Christ that yeah. have hurt us. Um, and to just leave that behind so that it doesn't affect our new journey yeah. and our new belonging in the body. And that was spectacular. Yeah. We had quite a lot of people sort of really touched and healed from that last night. Yeah, it was amazing. And it just cleared up the way for yes. the new day. Yes. The new thing, the new way, the new so job, good. the new the new life. Yes. I it loved so it. Good. So good. Um but yeah, it was really, really lovely. Yeah. And um God moved very differently again last night, yeah, didn't he? he? Did. Yeah. yeah, it was a different spirit last night. Yeah. Um but cool, our beautiful God does love a bit of unity. Oh yeah. He loves it when his people are together in one. Well, it's not that he just loves it. He just says, if you don't do it, I'm not showing up. Yeah, exactly. So when there is unity and when we keep that, when mm. we hold that before us, it's amazing what God will do. Yes. And we, and we saw that last night, didn't we? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It was just amazing. Well, it's kind of a linked us into today's topic. Yeah. A bit clumsily, but we'll get there. <laughs> um, And that is our... Right, I've got to pray that I can articulate this today. Okay. Because I want to talk today about not fighting yourself. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And this has all come from um, a journey that I've been on in the last year. Mm. So I'm coming up to my first year anniversary yes. of my health sort of restoration. Yeah. And... Um, can I just say, I can't believe it's been a year. It's nearly a year. That's it's, amazing. It's a, a year in March. Wow. The end of March. Oh, and this time last year, um, I was getting ready uh, with pre-op diets and yeah. everything um, oh, wow. because I had um, gastric surgery. Yeah. And so, I mean, I can remember sitting there going, gosh, this is not going to work for me. Mm. You know, blah de blah doom and gloom. Can't really get my head around the belief yeah. of all of this. Yeah. And I think I've said this in other podcasts that for me, my um, bariatric surgery was really not about losing the weight, mm -hmm. which sounds a really stupid thing to say. <laughs> um, it was about being healed. Yes. And it was about letting God um, do externally the work that he had done internally. Yeah. And I needed some help with that. Yeah. I needed some um, physical sort of um, situational positioning mm. um, in order for God to really do the most amazing gush of work yeah. in me, which he's done over the last year. And it's not all down to surgery because there's an awful lot of work that mm. comes with that. Yeah. But yeah, it's been a really beautiful journey mm. um, and I feel very healed. Yeah. Very, very healed. And it's, I know this sounds, nobody's going to believe me when I tell you, tell you this, <laughs> but it really was the weight loss was actually the last thing yeah. on my list yeah. for this surgery. Yeah. And it's only just now in the last, I would say, three months, mm. three months that I'm starting to really go, oh, I look different. <laughs> oh, oh wow. I feel very different. Yeah. And oh, gosh, there's a little bit of work that's got to go into the new, you know, comfort yeah. of being who I am right now physically. So it's been a real journey. Yeah. Um, but for me, what still is very much before me and is first mm. is that I do feel very healed. Yeah. <laughs> I do. I feel so oh. healed. 
and I just feel very, very um, grateful, yeah. joyful, um, and at peace mm. for the first time ever with who I wholly am. Yeah. Not wholly H-O-L-Y, but wholly yeah. who I am. Um, and I think I've been very clear in the past on podcasts that I've actually loved my spirit. Mm-hmm. I love, yes. you know, my life in Christ. I love, you know, being in him. Yeah. I've learned to love and over the years, uh, my soul. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I quite yeah. love, like my soul, I quite love my soul Yeah. now. Um, I'm quite good to my soul mm. now. Yeah. Um, so when I mess up, I'm not so cruel. Mm. Yeah, I'm quite, I've got quite a healthy relationship with my soul. Yeah. But what was really very neglected and very wrong was my my relationship with my body, my yeah. physical being. And I hated it. Wow. And to me, it just represented pain and, yeah. chi- and child abuse. Yeah. And, um, you know, rejection and mm. all the negative things. And I didn't know how to reconcile that. I didn't know how to get that right. Yeah. And then God, through very amazing means... Mm led me to the surgery wow and this is why you know we've got to be open to the leadings of god Mm. because it'd be so easy just to have gone no that is ridiculous i'm not having surgery which actually was what i said (laughs) (laughs) um but then through an amazing Mm. sort of cacophony of very clear leadings of the lord yeah um, he brought me into this space wow. and has continued to work in my mind and my spirit and my soul mm. and my body yeah. for the last year. Wow. So I feel like I'm in a very different place. But yeah. one, one of the things that um, it really did explode and, um, what's the word, reveal, mm. expose, that's yeah. the word, expose in me, was that I had been yet again in a constant battle and Mm. fight with my body yeah and it dawned on me one day in this process over the last year that I was in my mind I was in a very good position Mm. because I was with God and we were dealing with this body yeah 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 and I and finally this body was going to do as it was told it's going to be put in its place and thank you Jesus I'm gonna me and God are gonna sort it out yeah you know yeah and I woke up one morning and I it just dawned on me mm. very quietly, very clearly, crystal clear. It dawned on me that God was not my ally against mm. myself. Wow. And I can remember sitting down thinking, wow. And I did actually feel quite fearful. Yeah. Not in the wrong sense, but the fear of the Lord. Yeah. That I had spent 53 years at the time of my life... Mm trying to get God on board, yeah. fighting on my side wow. against me. Ooh. And God made it very clear that he doesn't take sides mm. against the broken parts of me. Yeah. He's for me. Wow. And if he's for me, who can be against me? Yes. Even me. Yes. And so this then made me sit back and it went bigger then than just the body issue. Mm. It then became about the other parts of myself that I am not at peace with. Mm because they're not perfect yet yeah and that then sort of led me into a position with God of realizing that I had completely got all of this wrong Mm. and it then went into wider thinking about how I really had very wrong understanding about the flesh yeah now you know we mm-hmm. talk a lot about the flesh here yeah yeah it's one of my yeah. favorite things to talk about um but i say that about everything yeah. <laughs> but we talk a lot about the flesh here yeah. we talk a, a lot of, a lot of what a cord is about is about um helping us to deal with wrong perspectives mm. in yes. life and about wrong sort of ways that we misuse the flesh yeah um but it just really challenged me and it made me understand that I had absolutely had been standing on a position for my whole life Mm. where my concept of my flesh was that it was evil, it was not my friend, it had to be crucified, Mm -hmm. it had to be denied, it had to be, you know, roughed up a little bit, it had to be put in its place and it had to behave itself. And it dawned on me in this process that I had got all of that wrong. Wow. 
And that has taken... I've been quiet on this mm, for a long time. Yeah. Because I've had to come into a place of correct understanding in my own heart about mm. it. But can I tell you, it's been one of the most liberating yeah. realizations of my life. And that I got it all wrong. Mm. Wow. And that I had possibly been standing in a religious position mm. on that. Yeah. But also just an unconsidered one. Yeah. I just had not taken the time to stop and consider what actually my flesh was. Mm. Yeah. And I had just automatically jumped to the assumption that it was my enemy yeah. and that it had to be told off and put in its place. Yeah. And a large part of my life has been about dealing with this absolutely awful little child mm. within me that wants to run off at any opportunity and do its own thing yeah and my job is to watch it and you know look after it yeah and I woke up one morning and thought dear god deliver me from that because yeah. that is not the right thinking about wow. what my flesh is yeah and I thought we'd have a chat about it. Yeah. I don't know if we're going to be able to articulate it. Oh, my goodness. But we'll know. give it a go. Yeah. But I just wow. know that I have got all of that wrong. <clears throat> and that God is not my ally. Mm. Uh, you know, wow. and that's how I sort of perceive God. Yeah. In some ways, you know, um, come on my side, God, mm. and deal with this bad part of me. Yeah. And I've realized that he's much bigger than that. Wow. And that you know, God doesn't take sides. Yes. Not certainly when it's not against his people. Yeah. So wow. I'm just learning to take to get the right perspective here. Yeah. Because it has absolutely changed the way that I deal with myself. Mm. I deal with others. Yeah. But also predominantly and more importantly, how I utterly perceive God. Yeah. And it's been a game changer. Wow. I mean, that's huge. It is huge. That's massive. But can you believe that we can get things so wrong? Well, yeah, of course but, we can yeah, believe that. Yeah, and, <laughs> and I think that's so true because I think, you know, we look at scripture like, you know, crucifying the flesh. Right. And things like that. So we think, oh, okay, that means that... It's our enemy. Yeah, I go after it, you know. I, I deal with it. I take it, you know, I put it in its place. I give it what for. You know, that's what we think it means. Mm. But then... Like, I know, like, when we've talked before about emotions, yeah, we've talked about how emotions are not good or bad, but it's really about kind of what you use them for. Right. And why would God give us something that is bad and then be like, right, well, you've just got to keep, you know, going after it. Yeah. So I kind of get the same thing with the flesh where it's like, well, why would God give us something like that that is just bad? Yeah. If we just spend every day crucifying it. But again, it, maybe it just goes back to our black and white thinking. Yeah, because yeah. we know that our spirit is perfect. Our yes. spirit is God everything. Our spirit is him. Yeah. Yes, it's him yeah. in us. So our spirit is all together. Yeah. Now I can totally accept that. From the minute I got saved, I accepted that there was a part of me now that was eternal. Mm -hmm. It was secured. Um, it yeah. was, it was, it did everything right. Yeah. Um, you know, it was capable only of good mm -hmm. um, because it was him. Yeah. It was the it was him in me. Yeah. So I've always been able to accept that um, and understand that. Mm. But then maybe what I did was I just automatically saw my flesh, yeah. my humanness, mm. um, as its enemy because that was still a work in process. So yeah. it goes back to the doctrine of, you know, we are saved. We we're being saved. We will be saved. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So I am perfect. I'm becoming perfect. You know, I will be perfect. Yeah. And I just think maybe I've hijacked that over mm. the years. My immaturity did. And it's just never... It's So rather than it being a doctrine that I've built within me or deliberately, yeah. it just maybe feels to me it's just something I've fallen into yeah. by default. Yeah. Because, um, you know, sometimes I do, well, quite a lot, mm. I do have to crucify my flesh. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that it's inherently bad. Yeah. And I think that this is the thing. We touched on this a couple of weeks ago in mm. one of our teachings, didn't we, about the heart. Yeah. And, you know, we we talk a lot about, oh, you've got to go with your heart, rely yeah. on your heart. Whereas the word tells us not the heart can be wicked. Mm. And, you know, and we don't lean on our own understanding. We no. lean on him. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So we don't follow our heart. We follow Jesus. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So... I think sometimes we we fall into that romantic idea that the heart is inherently good yeah. and for us and our friend mm. um, and pure. 
whereas we look at our flesh and we make the same assumption that yeah. it's inherently bad yeah. and it's got to be crucified and it's got to be overcome and we've got to put it in, in, its, in its place. Mm. But what I've come to learn is that my heart, my flesh, mm. is whatever I build it to be. Yes. Yeah. It's whatever I allow that mm. to be. Yeah. And it is very possible then for it to be a good thing. Yeah. Just yeah. as it is also very possible for it to be a bad and wicked thing. Yeah. Um so what I'm what I'm coming to realize is is that I have been way too harsh in my flesh mm. uh to my flesh. Yeah. In times um I've not been very kind or good to myself mm. because I've seen myself inherently as like, if I keep take my eyes off it, it's going to go wild. Yeah. <laughs> now, that makes me laugh, Naomi, because I am the least wild person yeah, you, you will ever meet. And sometimes I get so misunderstood as this really loud, crazy, wild yeah. person. But I am, you know, I like to remind you that when I was eight, mm-hmm. yeah, I was listening to Radio 4 and I was in the orchestra. <laughs> And I've never been in a nightclub in my life. Oh, my God. And to me, that's what they're doing in hell. I'd yes. cry if you made me go yes. to a nightclub. I just hate it, you know? Oh, my goodness. So, do you know what I mean? I'm the least yeah. wild person you'll ever meet in yeah. the natural. But yet, in my own psyche, yeah. mentality, my flesh is so wicked mm. and unable un- to behave yeah. that if I don't keep on at it, it will just go off the rails. Yeah. And I'm coming to realise that that is really not the truth yeah and i have just created a life Mm. internal life that is way more difficult than it has to be yeah i've got to trust it yes not implicitly no but i can trust the fact that it's sanctified yeah and that it loves god yes and that it actually is my friend yeah definitely and those bits of me that do let me down um, I can deal with, but they're not. I don't have to go and kill it, and it's mm. not my enemy. Yeah, and it's just it's just a little tweak. Yeah. in my mentality. So we're yeah. not saying anything goes because that's not true. No. Um, it doesn't say I don't have to guard it because I do. Yeah, it doesn't say I don't have to crucify the flesh because yep, hello, yes. always for the yeah. for the rest of my life. But I've got something inherently mm. wrong. Yeah, I think, um, yeah. and it's created a hate. Mm. for myself over the years yeah um and yeah and that's what god's been dealing with wow it's interesting though because so uh one of the things that we do is the heart space bible study yeah study journals yeah and i remember i think it was the healthy self one actually Mm. and i remember when we ran that one and one of the scriptures that came up was about um love your neighbor as yourself wow yeah and that one really just like I remember it impacting me so much. Well, because you think that scripture is all about you love yourself, so you better go and love yeah. other people the way you love yourself. But it doesn't necessarily mean no. that, does it? It means like, if I don't love myself, right. how can I go and love my neighbour? Yeah. And it's like, you know, God loves me. He doesn't say, well, I love, you know, bits of you. Right. And I don't really love these right. bits of you. He loves me. Well, that's, I think, the foundation of everything I'm saying here. Yeah. Is that what I've realised is that I'm fearfully and wonderfully mm, made. Yes. I am a new creation. Yeah. I come from the very breath of God. Yeah. Um, everything I am was designed purposefully and bespokely by yeah. him. Um, I'm custom made. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I love that. Um, in the heart of God, I as you that. are, as yeah. everybody is. And so rather than me going to find myself and discover yeah. myself and to build myself... I need to go back Mm. to the original factory settings and go back to the original intention of what God created me to be. So does that need honing and maturing? Mm. Yeah, of course. Yeah. But ultimately, you know, I am who I am because of him. Yeah. And I'm more than capable to perfect that Mm. through acts of maturity. Yeah and desire yeah and that just because i'm not there yet doesn't give me any right to hate that and to hate who i am yeah and to go after that as though i am in a war yeah and for me that's really you know i i've got quite an extreme personality 
Um, so I'm all or nothing. Yeah. So I'm the type of person that in the natural, I could have quite a, di- a, a, quite a lot of ad- addictions mm. because I can't just do something in moderation yeah. in the natural. I'm all or nothing. Yeah. Yes. Um, so I've had to learn to temper that mm. and to balance that and to get that into a healthy position yeah. in my life, but which I've done. Um, but I really did have some huge strongholds mm. in my life regarding myself um for the first half of my life yeah so I was absolutely full of shame I hated who I was and it was shameful yes yeah that I had huge self-hate um and I lived under the consequence of hate yeah um complete unworthiness yeah um really struggled with that and also self-loathing I I was so cruel to myself yeah um it was unbelievable and that chronic inability to be kind to myself, frankly, just makes me just, you know, mm. take a deep breath right now yeah. because I realized that I really was my own enemy. Yeah. Yes. Wow. I did not agree with God about who he said I mm. was. So that was a problem. And it's true that a lot of my self issues, my mm. self hate and all of that lot uh, initially came from the hate of others towards me. Um, That's true. I was taught it. Mm. I was taught that I was not acceptable. I was taught that I, I think the terminology was that I was a freak. That um, I was taught that I was not enough from very early on. Um, And I carried on that culture within myself Mm. then when I became independent. So it's learnt behaviour. And... But I realized that if it's learnt behavior, thank God, you can unlearn it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> but I really did have completely wrong perspective yeah. of of myself. Yeah. And it, I did not agree with God. Mm. I was not God's ally yeah. in myself. Yeah. And I was constantly looking for him yeah. to be my ally, ally mm. against myself. Yeah. Where it was like, come on, God, come and help me deal yeah. with this vile, horrible part of me. Oh, wow. And that was, I'm realising that that now was a wrong position. So it's good to go after things in yourself. It's good to come into realisation. It's good to, you know, wake up one day and think, wow, I could do better. Mm, Of course. Yeah. 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 But ultimately, you're never going to achieve positive things through negativity. Yeah. You're never going to achieve, um, you know, renewed living Mm. through just hating yourself. Yeah. And that's what has had to die in me. Wow. So when you were talking then, you mentioned about like going back to the factory setting. Yeah. And like, so one of the things, the the videos that I love watching at the moment are when you see people who are renovating houses, mm. but they find like, you know, this odd little room that's been hidden little in the back cranny. of the house. Or they find, you know, the original tiles from like 1920s or something yeah. like that. And the question is always like, why were these covered up? Like, they're beautiful. Why have they been hidden? And it's almost like I get that that same kind of feel Mm. where it's like there's been times where it's like we've almost tried to cover things that actually were never meant to be covered. We've tried to kind of go after things that were never meant to be gone after. Yeah. And like, we always need to go back to God and be like, right, what's your kind of, what was your plan? What was your kind of layout? Yeah. You know, and find out what that is because... I think also it's easy for us to judge things one way where actually that's not how God sees them yeah. at all. And like I know I've done that where I've I've judged things in me as being worthless or being right. um, too harsh yeah. or, you know, things that I need to deal with and I need to get rid of where actually they just needed honing. Right. And they needed kind of maturity for me to actually understand well, there's a, their purpose. Right, because there's a difference between something being wicked mm. and something being immature. Yeah. And what I realised is that I just had a wrong... It wasn't even necessarily individual character mm. traits within me. Yeah. It was just the overall fundamental belief architecture yeah. that my flesh was wicked. Yeah. And that it needed to be dealt with. Mm. And it is not the friend of God. Yeah. And, you know, it's not my friend Mm. and it's this little imp, you know, that has to just be dealt with constantly, otherwise it creates havoc. Mm. Now, there is some truth in everything I've just said, if 
that is the relationship you have with yourself. Yeah. But what I've realized is that, you know, I was dealing with myself, my mm. flesh, as though it was wicked. Yeah. When really the truth was it was just really immature. Yeah. It just wasn't there yet. Yeah. And there yeah. wasn't much grace. Yeah. There wasn't much kindness. Yeah. There wasn't much um, God. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> God's perspective. Um, and sometimes I would think, well, why am I, why is this such a battle? Why am I struggling so hard mm. to get this issue in me dealt with? And I thought it was just because it was so ragingly bad in me. Mm. But then what I realized was that in some of those issues, it was just because I wasn't in agreement with God yeah. on what it, how he saw me. Yeah. And so what coming into alignment with God and his belief about me was actually a huge indication mm. about how then I could deal with my flesh. Yeah. It changed everything. Yeah. And, you know, um, I hate to keep mentioning with the teenagers, <laughs> but, you know, I, I do have teenagers. Yeah. I have a 14, nearly 15 year old and a 17, mm. nearly 18 year old. And the battles are real, people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, I've never thought like I have to these days. Yeah. Um, but I've learned that you don't always have to have a conflict. Mm. You don't always have to. You don't always have to pull rank. Yeah. Um, you don't always have to. Um, you know, pull out the heavy duty guns, yeah. which is always give me a mobile phone and you ain't getting no pocket money. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't do what I want you to do, then I'm taking away those things. I mean, oh I, I, I hold my hand up. I've been there. Yeah. 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 More times than I would like to admit. And so what I'm realizing through the teenagers is that they're a much more intelligent, um, human, mm. uh, kind ways yeah. to get everybody on the same page. Yeah. Yes. And, oh, I'm learning that. Yeah. I get that wrong so often. I get my, I get that wrong a lot. Mm. Um, and I realize that maybe I'm dealing with the teenagers the way I deal with myself, mm. with my ideas of my flesh. Yeah. And um, as I've learned to be kinder to myself, I've also had to learn to be kinder to them. Yeah. And nobody wants to admit that. Mm. I hate the fact that at times I, I'm not a good parent because mm. of that. Um, but that's the truth. Yeah. And, you know, I have to go and have the conversation with them again of, look, I'm sorry. Mm. That was not kind. Yeah. I don't know how to deal with this situation. Mm. I don't know how to deal with you. I don't know how to communicate to you that this is important because of your future yeah. or this is important because of your well-being and that I'm not just doing it for the sake of it. Mm. And so I've learned just to be really honest with the kids yeah. about that um, and to also do better mm. because I do better myself. Yeah, And... It's just been a real knock-on effect, mm. this whole concept. Um, whereas really, I realised that a lot of my misery and my gripe over the years has been that I just live, literally, am living constantly in battle mm. fatigue. Yeah. I'm going to battle in an illegal war yeah. that God has not authorised. And he said, you know, I'm doing it in his name. Yeah. But he's like, don't fight my battles for me. Yeah. There's, there's no need to go to war on this one. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, we are, you know, we're in peace times. Mm. So why is there a, this raging yeah. battle um, where you're fighting yourself? There's civil war mm. and you keep wanting me to get, come on your side yeah. because that's not what I'm going to do. Yeah. That's that's in, unnecessary. Yeah. Um, wow. So, yeah, I think it's a real, I keep saying this every podcast, it's a real thing. <laughs> it is. And... Um, there yeah. is no external enemy attacking me. It's just all internal. Mm. The enemy's within. Yeah. But it was like, I mean, this is something that I know I've talked about previously on podcasts. But it's like, my big thing used to be, not anymore, but it used to be about the bossy yeah. thing. But it's like, for me, again, like similar to kind of what you're saying, like that was a learned behaviour. Right. Where it was like when you're told enough times that you're bossy, mm. you believe it. You act it out. And you're like, oh, okay, I need to stop that. I need to not mm. do that. No, don't get me wrong. There were definitely times where, you know. <laughs> you were good at it. I was bossy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't relate. <laughs> you know, there were definitely times when, you yeah. know, it went too far the other way. But Yeah, but that was an immaturity, yeah. of, wasn't it? And it's like I you got know? to the point where I kind of thought, oh, okay, that's something that I need to deal with. Yeah. That I need to get rid of that. I you're need to wicked. eliminate it. 
I need to remove that. I cannot be bossy. I cannot be perceived as bossy. Mm. I need to kind of like, you know, so then it, I took that to the extreme then where kind of any hint of someone saying to me, any whiff. you're bossy, I that just completely kind of shut, shut me down. down. Yeah. And it's like, you know, it's only really been recently actually through you back and accord of learning that that's not, that's not true. No. That's not real. No. And then actually, you know, that was, God wants to use that in a different way. Mm. So that kind of, you know, that assertiveness, as I kind of call it now, yeah. <laughs> that's very different to bossy. Progressional assertiveness. Oh, I like that. Yes. I like that a lot. Thank you. But, you know, that's different. But it's like, I kind of changed my personality for that. Right. So I made myself into someone who was quieter, mm. you know, into someone I who mean, didn't. <laughs> pause while I laugh. <laughs> But in someone who kind of who didn't talk very much, right. who didn't really kind of withdrew. Yeah, I didn't get mm. involved with things. I didn't step up. Well, it did, it it made you not confident. Yeah, yeah. Because I was scared that every time I would do that, that would mm. be seen as bossy. So then, you know, God's obviously brought you to a place, a, a life of some form of leadership mm. you know of uh, you are a leader and you're assertive in that and you're yeah. good you're a good leader in in what you do um but that took a while to bring you into that place because of that very thing yeah. you know where you had to give instruction to people and yeah. that was such a big hard thing for you to do yeah so you can see how then how we deal so i think there are sorry i'm waffling but i'm <laughs> trying to i'm trying to uh, pin it down but i think there is such a difference between what we do and who we are mm, at times. Yeah. And just because there's a part of us that's not there yet yeah. doesn't mean that's who we are. No. We're just in progress. Yeah. Um, I mean, if we keep returning to the vomit, mm -hmm. like the dog yeah. um, in scripture, or if we keep choosing to do what is wrong, mm. then yeah, maybe we've got a question whether that's something that we actually in a warp sort of way like about ourselves yeah. and prefer and we want that we're fighting somewhere along the line to keep that in its place yeah. and to keep it present. Um, so it does become falsely mm. part of who we are because remember who we truly are is all good and it's from God. Yeah. Uh, we mess that up or we build extra layers and mm. invite extra add-ons yeah. to that um, that maybe aren't, you know, they serve us, not mm. God. But, um, but for me, sometimes we do just treat our internal mm. being so appallingly yeah. it doesn't have a chance no it doesn't have a chance to grow no. to mature to be encouraged yeah. to be transformed because it's constantly told how bad it is yeah and it's constantly being told how bad it is by us mm -hmm. which yeah. is irony at its height isn't it yeah it is. um so I do find that really, really interesting. Mm. And, um, you know, we, we there's a scripture, isn't there, that our battle is not against flesh and blood. Yes. And um, that scripture is in uh, Ephesians 6, verse 12. Uh, For our fight is not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, mm. against the rulers of the darkness of this world, and against spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Yes. Yes? Yeah. So our fight is not against flesh and blood but guess what that means our flesh and blood too yeah, yeah it does <laughs> and i think sometimes that um we take take it out mm. on ourselves yeah uh too easily we've yeah. got to have a better relationship with making mistakes i yeah, think that's where definitely. this all starts yeah we've got to we've got to have a better mis uh, a better um architecture mm and systematic sort of approach yeah. to how we mess up. Yeah. Because if it's always going to be such a devastating sort of hit position mm. and opportunity for self-hate, um, then God doesn't want you to do that in his name. No. And nothing good comes from that sort of badness. Yeah. You're never going to get to something good for God through such awful internal means. Mm. Yeah. And so I think all of that needs cleaning up. Yeah, definitely. Um, because it's kind of like an oxymoron, isn't it? It's mm. it, it contradicts itself so yeah. much um, that, some you know, to get to that position of ups, utter love and mm. oneness with God means you have to really hate and beat yourself up. Mm. 
well, that's not right. No. And I think God's very upset about that yeah. understanding. That's what religion mm-hmm. sort of yeah. would like us to believe. Yeah. Um, it, it, you know, to carry guilt, mm. to sort of make things hard for ourselves, yeah. to not enjoy the journey. Yeah. Um, but we've got to deal with that. But I think there's so much like wrapped up in that because, yeah. you know, even where, you know, like the other day, like I was, I was, um, I was at work and we were listening to some music and somebody there made a comment and they said, um, oh, you like secular music? And I was kind of like, well, like, I listened to it. But it's like, there's like, such a kind You like of, eating unholy food. Yeah, but there was, there's <laughs> such a kind of like judgment yeah. on like, if you do anything that's kind of perceived as... Not God. Yeah, or it's like if you wear, you know, bright colours which I say sat here in a bright green Yeah, I've got jacket. sunglasses on today. <laughs> but do you know what I mean? Like this, you know, or if you, you dress well mm. and there's kind of this judgment of like, oh, well, you're... But you're that's why we've it. got a cord gnome, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Because our our sort of passion and our ethos and our vision at, at Accord is that we don't want to be worldly because yeah. we don't belong there. No. Yeah? We've got, we carry a standard. Yes, absolutely. We, we, we represent him. Yeah. So we don't want to be worldly. No. We don't want to be religious because when people ask for bread, we want to give them bread, not yes. stones. We want to we we don't want to be trapped in the mechanisms of how we think God mm-hmm. is and how we approach Him. So we don't want to be stuck in that system. Yeah. We don't want to be stuck in the world system. Mm-hmm. We want to be living in this earth, but not of it. Yeah, we want to be exactly. in, in, but not of. Yes. And we want to be living our life confidently. Mm-hmm. Yes, enjoying yeah. ourselves, yeah. enjoying our life yeah. and our existence. But we do that as as an accurate shining light yeah. who represents God properly. Yeah. So that has been a huge journey, mm. hasn't it? Yeah. Because we're so fearful at times yeah. of saying, yeah, can't wait to open that beautiful bottle of wine I've yeah. had for three weeks tonight and enjoy a glass of wine. Yeah. You know, you know, when we first started a chord, can we just say next week? Yeah. It's our birthday. Oh. We're six. Oh my gosh! I'll make Next cake. year, a cord will be six. Oh. Any chance for cake? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought so. I'll do it. I'll, I'll whip something. Thanks, love. Um, yeah, we're six next oh. year. So when we first started a cord, um, we obviously didn't have podcasts six yeah. years ago. It was all sort of online Bible studies and yeah. um, posts, Facebook yeah. posts. Um, I the DM started going bing, 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 bing. The little <laughs> bell go every three minutes, and I cannot tell you how it doesn't matter what I was teaching on yeah. doesn't matter what the bible study was about doesn't matter I literally would have dozens and dozens and dozens of messages saying yeah. hi um I know this is a silly question but can I just ask are we allowed to to drink wine Ooh. um I'm really sorry to ask but are we allowed to wear trousers wow um what do you think is right if I... Can I wear makeup? Um, is it okay if I don't have long hair? And you're like, wow. Wow. And you know what? I didn't feel judgment no. or laughter about yeah. that. I actually sat and cried over yeah. some of those. And I am not liberal. No. I've always said that. Yeah. It. I do not live a life where anything goes. No. I hold a standard. Yeah. Absolutely. I carry that. Um. I represent him. Yeah. And I take that seriously. But I want to be free. Yeah. Yes. And I don't want to be entrapped by the trappings of the religious mind or the worldly mind. No. Um. But I want to be free. Yeah. But I also want to walk within my own standard. Yeah. My standard of my freedom. Yeah. Definitely. Um. So that's a process that's yeah. a journey um but it's those things that keep people out of the fullness of their relationship yeah. with god yeah it's those sort of things that create the self-hate yeah. and the the absolute internal battle you idiot you fool yeah and you know what i realized this year as i finally oh it's, i'm so embarrassed actually if you want the truth Na- Naya. i'm so embarrassed to say that at 54 this year mm. I looked into the mirror in the last 12 months and didn't have an opinion. Wow. And I thought, God, what, what is this? Yeah. And I realised 
that I had an opinion on every single part of my physical, my physicality. Wow. And it wasn't nice. Yeah. It was hardly ever good. And, you know, that's not healthy. That's not a conducive atmosphere for healing. No. And for being a good representation. Yeah. And for helping anybody else. Yeah. So... I really did have a proper cry about that. And I just went to God and just said, I'm so sorry. Mm. I'm so sorry that I didn't believe you about me. Mm. And I'm so sorry that you have had to battle me over what was true. Yeah. And I'm coming to the other side. (laughs) I'm stepping over. I give in. Where's the white flag? I'm waving that right now, Lord, because I now am going to believe what you say about me. And if that's difficult for me, I'm not going to fight it. I'm going to ask you to give me Mm. grace to believe that. And I'm going to be honest with you and not internalize that and fight me over Mm. that and so I have been living in a place where there's you know there's a it's been quite peaceful yeah internally yeah and that is I realize that it's been quite a rare thing if I'm honest wow and I don't like that I feel quite to be honest with you I'm still at the stage where I feel a little sad about that yeah because the truth is I, I possibly have wasted years Ooh. of living in that conflict. Yeah. You know, years ago, um, you know, we you know, we've ministered in Uganda yeah. and set up a ministry in Uganda in the so it started in the early nineties in ninety two. Yeah. So I was twenty one, twenty two. And we moved the ministry from Kampala, uh, sorry, mm. from not from Kampala, from Kamuli, which was a little village in the south, up to Umbali, which mm. is a city up in the north, yeah. northeast part of um Uganda and when you go north of Umbali Mm. um, you really go towards Sudan okay and you go into very different remote parts of Uganda Mm. and there are still people and tribes living there that some people outside people have never seen you can't get there's no roads oh wow yeah you have to get in there by a mission aviation fellowship sort of planes or by foot or by water yeah it's very remote and back in the early 90s um i was talking to a coom who was the guy who ran our ministry over Mm. there and he said i've got a real heart to go and reach these people yeah and he said but do you know what beck some of them are still fighting yeah because nobody has told them that idiar means dead and the war's over wow and that was in the early 90s. So the war Ooh. had been over, what, a good 10, yeah. 15 years. Wow. And that's kind of how I feel, mm. is that nobody told me, because I wasn't listening, mm. that the war, the war was over. Wow. Yeah. That's what my salvation did for me. Yeah. Yeah. And I still carried on fighting as though there was an enemy. Mm. And there wasn't. Yeah. There, my internal enemy wasn't real. Yeah. Um, so do we need to change? Well, yeah, of course yeah. we do. Yeah. Do we need to do and be better? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah? Yes. Um, do we need to see ourselves correctly mm-hmm. through the eyes of God? Yes, Absolutely. 100%. Yes. But our flesh is not necessarily our enemy. No. Yes? Yeah. Um, our default point of conflict mm. Um, our nemesis that yeah. needs sort of cons- constant slaying. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> um, it's just part of who we are. Yeah. It's our created being. It's it can be our friend, not yeah. our, not our enemy. Yeah. Um, and it's who we make it to be that determines whether we struggle or not. Yeah. So. Dying to flesh can be our ultimate battle where mm. we're screaming and it's a bloody murder every yeah. time. Or it can be our continual delight, mm. even though we still pay a price. Yeah. So dying to self does not have to be murderous. Yes. Just because it's evil. Yeah. And that was, oh, I hate to say this, but that was a bit of a revelation to mm. me <laughs> about six months ago. Yeah. I thought, dear God. Yeah. I've got all of this wrong. But I think like that's such a good way to like look at it. Because I think that 
you know, I know even like for me, like when you think about dying mm. or you think about, you know, especially, like I said earlier, like especially with flesh, because it talks about, you know, crucifying. Right. We think that it's like, it's hard work. Yeah. It's, you know, it's drawn out. It's long. It's, you know, you've got to really go at it, you know. You, it's, it's a battle for breath. Yeah. It's yeah. not something that you do kind of calmly. Mm. It's something that is ferocious. Yeah. You know, it's big. So I think even you just saying that where you're like, you know, dying to yourself doesn't have to be murderous. No. It doesn't have to be Messy, violent. It painful, have, violent. Yeah. And yet we have, all, I know I do, I have all those connotations of it in my head. Mm. So I think about that. I think about it being, you know, a battle. Right. It being, you know, conflict. It being big. And yet even you just saying like, it doesn't have to be. I'm like, oh yeah, because actually, where did I get that from? Mm. I got that from me. Right. Not from like... His word. Yeah. And it's like, it's not His even, grace. I haven't even checked to see like, is that real? Mm. not even is it true is it just is it real right and it's like probably it's not but and also we touched, I believed it we touched on this last week I think in the podcast but you know we get so mournful and sorrowful mm. about the giving up of self yes and it really isn't no you know that hard yeah I mean does it cost something yes yeah do we feel it yes yes yeah. um but it is our gain, yes. not our loss. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's where we need to get to. Yeah. Um, but I just realised that maybe some of this pain that I've been carrying around in my heart for life had not mm. was not actually childhood trauma. Yeah. It was the battle that I create within myself. Wow. And that actually the pain I was feeling was my flesh going, please don't do this to me yeah i'm your friend i'm yeah. i want the same thing as you do yeah i want to accept christ i want to live the way he does yeah you know i'm for you yeah. you know i we we're, we're actually on the same page yeah um wow and that actually i was going at it too militantly mm. too aggressively too combatively because i thought that i it it absolutely did not want mm. the goodness of god yeah and I got it wrong. Wow. Now, not always. There are some things that are vile in me. Yeah, yeah. There are some things that absolutely are very worthy of shame. Yeah. But we don't do that because we don't do shame in yeah. God. We do correction and maturity yeah. and betterance yeah. and reliance on him. That's yeah. what we do. Yeah? Yeah. Um, but we got to get better mm. at our recovery yes. from tripping up. Yes. we got to get better at our recovery and um, from falling over. Mm. We got to do better at um, not dwelling and rolling mm. around in the pain of our hang-ups yeah. and our trip-ups, yeah. because that is where that hate comes from. Yeah. That's where it, it's birthed and grown. Yeah, and you know we need a healthy relationship with making mistakes mm. because mis we have to make mistakes. Yeah. Mistakes is how we know what's right or wrong, or yeah. what we feel, or what we want. So you've got to make mistakes. You've yeah. got to be teachable. Yeah, definitely. Um, but we still got to be able to pay the price, by the way. We don't, yeah. you know, we're not flippant. Yeah. We're not like, oh, well, never mind. Well, no, of course, we still, our flesh has to pay a price. Yeah. Um, but in saying that, it, we do need to get that whole mm. thing right. Um, but it, it was just so shocking. Yeah. And I, I don't really know another way how to articulate that better. But I was just so utterly shocked mm. about how my narrative was, was that there was still such a big part of me that was really inherently evil or mm. wrong or bad. Yeah. And that I, it couldn't be trusted. Yeah. Um, so I don't put my trust, my full trust in my flesh. No. But I can in some areas yeah. because it's sanctified and yes. holy and it wants God. Yeah. And I just <laughs> don't know why I never thought about that before. <laughs> But then also, like, I mean, I know I've known people in the past who kind of that's such a big thing for them mm. is how evil the flesh is. Yeah. And how or how evil your flesh is. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. But how kind of like it feels like almost like every day they're constantly battling it. Well, we've even heard people speak in the third person. Yeah. Haven't they? Well, you know, I'm sorry I didn't make it to the meeting. You know what that's like. That's my flesh just deal, you know, playing up. Yeah. And you're like, well, wait a minute. That yeah. flesh is not a third person. That flesh is you. Yeah, exactly. That flesh is your choices. Yeah. Yeah, your, that's the environment that you create. Yeah. 
you know it's yeah. not a third person it's no. not something that makes you do something you don't want to do no but that's kind of sometimes what we what we turn it into yeah. isn't it and that's how we portray it mm. is it's like out of our control yeah and something that kind of is there that we can't really deal with but it's just always causes havoc and always causes yeah. oh, you know God. conflict and issues well it's, it's just amazing that maybe you're like me um listeners is that it just never occurred to me that my flesh is not always resistant mm. it's not always defiant it's not always rebellious or obtrusive yeah. or you know it is simply what i make it yeah and what i what i set it up to be yeah um and that actually it can be my ally yeah it can be my friend it can be my conducive atmosphere mm. for the transformations of christ to occur yeah um and I just realised that I want to surrender. Mm. I just want to give that up. I want to wave the white white flag. Yeah. Um, just to the idea of the fight mm. and the battle and just that it's my enemy and that if I don't deal with it, it's going to lead me into something wicked. Yeah. Because that might be true, but only if that is what I've set it up to be. Mm. Yes? Yeah. And we've got to you know, address these things yeah. and address how we deal with ourselves because how we deal with ourselves and how we treat ourselves to God, that's like, you know, you're my person. Yeah. You're mine. Yeah. So God is very interested in how we deal with ourselves and yeah. treat ourselves um, because he He deems that the same as if you're treating that somebody else that yeah. way. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So sometimes we've got to understand that our life is not our own mm. and that we belong to God. Yeah. And that we honour what God honours. Yes. And that means that if he honours us, then we've got to honour ourselves. Yeah, definitely. And if he loves us, yeah. then we love to, need to love ourselves in the correct identity of that. Yes. Um, we love ourselves because he loves us. Yes. Yeah, we choose us because he first chose us. Yes. Mm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah and I just think that there's a little shift mm. that maybe is needed in some of us yeah where we're just always on the offensive mm. and it's quite exhausting yeah but also like that then takes your focus off other things right so if you're constantly kind of in a state of of battling of being ready to, to fight yeah. I mean that like you say like that is exhausting because you're constantly kind of you're constantly on high alert. You're constantly mm. kind of waiting on your for nerves. Something. Yeah, yeah. But then also, then that takes time and energy and you know resource away from where you should be putting time, well, energy, and resource. When a real battle comes, mm. then you haven't got much energy or capacity to fight it properly. Yeah, because you are so used to battling yourself. Yeah, yeah. And you know you don't see the real enemy. Yeah. when he comes. Yeah. Because everything's an enemy to you. Yeah. Everything within you is your enemy. Yeah. It has to be dealt with. Mm. Um, so, you know, in one way, I suppose, I suppose I'm sounding like I'm contradicting myself to, on today's podcast um, because I am so articulate in, mm. in our podcasts and in our teachings about dying to self yeah. and about, you know, clearing ourselves up of ourselves yeah. so that, you know, there's room for him. And yeah. I still stand on all of that because as with all things, it's perspective mm. and it's context. Yeah. But I just think that some of us are way too harsh mm. and aggressive with our internal space. Yeah. Um, and that we don't really understand that the processes that God takes us through maybe are not dealt with the way that we're dealing with them mm. and our perspective is everything mm. and that we're looking for God to become our ally yeah and God doesn't take sides you know um God doesn't take sides in our civil mm. war he doesn't become my ally against myself no. that doesn't make any sense <laughs> he doesn't sort of gang up with me yeah um against the unformed parts of me yet mm. you know he loves all of me yeah even the broken bits, even yeah. the bits that aren't his yet. Yeah. Um, he doesn't require that I hate or reject myself yeah. because it's not fully his yet. Mm. You know? Yeah. Um, he doesn't require us to treat our heart, our mind and our body with contempt. No. Um, and that's just something that I think we should just all stop and have a little mm. think about. 
because God did make all of us. He yeah. made us whole. He made us. He loves everything we are. Mm. Um, and while it's true, we might be a work in progress because yeah. we are. We're definitely a work in progress. Um, it is really a, an act of maturity to be able to acknowledge and accept and like and love who we are, mm. even if it is not fully formed in Christ yet. Yeah. Um, and I think that is a game changer. Mm, definitely. In our maturity and in our outlook and our ability mm. in everything. Yeah. It it changes everything. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. I think that's true. Yeah, absolutely. I, I yeah, I think you're right. I think there there is so much of that impact. Mm. But just that, you know, just being nicer to ourselves. Yeah. You know, just even that. Just because I wouldn't treat you that way. Well, so why treat myself that way? Well, you're overstepping the mark, then, aren't yeah. you? Because that's hypocrisy. Yeah. You know, if I forgive you, yeah. but I won't forgive me, exactly. that's the pharisaical act. Yeah. You know? Yeah. If I try to help you love yourself when mm. I don't love myself, yeah. that's a lie. Yeah. I have nothing to give. Yeah. So I do think that, I mean, to be honest with you, that really was is a huge motivation mm. for me in this, is that because I want people free. Yeah. That's my heart. Yeah. I love taking people who think they're useless and just giving them an environment where they can see that they're not. Yeah. <laughs> and I can't do that. The greatest way I can do that mm. is to step in the in the example of God doing that in my own life. Yeah, definitely. And I can only export what I am. Yeah. Yeah? Yes. I can tell you how to do something or I can show you mm. that by letting God do that in my own yeah. life. And... So for me, I think that's what I would prefer. Yeah. You know? Um, so, yeah, I'm hugely motivated by that mm. in this process. But it's just changed my viewpoint on everything. Yeah. And it all started with, you know, learning to look at my body and what my body enables me to do mm. differently. Yeah. Now, 100 pounds lighter. And realising that you cannot you just it's just I, we try so hard but you cannot change for the good through hating yourself mm -hmm. you yes. cannot gain healthy identity Ooh. in christ through being cruel to who you are yeah you, you know nobody lives in the power of being made in his image mm. by constant character assassination of themselves yeah. and it just is so counterintuitive mm. and it just is like pushing an elephant up a hill yeah. constantly yeah and I just don't want to do it anymore. No. And for me to get this sort of in a better alignment with him mm. and to then be able to have a better alignment with what is true mm. internally, I think is changing my impartation on the outside. Mm. I think it just is a, is making me more usable yeah. by God. And I'm really hungry mm. to get even better at that. Yeah, And to go deeper and wider and higher mm. um and just to and i think for me it's not part of the self-love movement that's in the earth right mm. now where it's all about you yeah because i'm not really interested in that no because i know that that's just as bad as you know hating yourself yeah but for me it's just about that constant awareness and hunger and carefulness and focus on aligning myself with who he says I am. Mm, yes. Of believing what he says I am. Yeah. And about tapping more into his perspective and his sight of mm. who I am. And obeying it. Yeah. Letting die what's not right. Yeah. Um, being quicker to accept what mm. is true. And just enjoying it along the way because who doesn't want to find out how God feels about them? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Definitely. And I think that was really massive for me, mm. and it still is, is when you start to find out how God feels about you yeah. because all that noise and that constant chatter, mm. that negativity, the sounds of war yeah. are, are gone. Yeah. Um, I just think you can hear God so much better. Yeah, definitely. So much clearer. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. So that's where I am and wow. that's what I want. Yeah. And I just really hope that's been helpful today. Mm. Um, I don't know if I've articulated it particularly well. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, it's quite a difficult thing, process to articulate. Mm. Um, 
But I just think the bottom line is just agree, start agreeing more with what mm. God's, who God says we are. Yeah. And to just stop the internal battle mm. with ourselves. Yeah. And to stop looking for God, an ally in God against ourselves. Yeah. Um, because that hurts him. Mm. Yeah. God is yeah. for us. Yes. And if God is for us, who can be against us? Yes. Even ourselves. Yes. Yeah. Our fight is not against flesh and blood, even our own. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And um, you can't keep on hating your neighbor, mm. but you've got to love your neighbor as yourself. Yeah. And you can only love others as you love yourself mm. and so if you want to give more of christ you've got to let more of christ in you yeah and that's just the way it works yes till next time bye, bye.